Hi, welcome to James Miller Lifeology, where you learn to simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. My name is James Miller. I'm a licensed psychotherapist and a composer. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Let's get started. Did you know that on jamesmillerlifeology.com, you can enroll in the academy I created for listeners just like you? I've created courses you may take at your own pace, which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. Enroll in one of the classes today. I have a great show for you today. I'm going to stress to you the importance of self-care. I'll also be interviewing thought leader and author Jennifer Carroll, who reviews her book, Beyond Invincible, Live Large, Live Long, and Leave a Profound Legacy. This book details the loss of Jennifer's entrepreneurial husband through prostate cancer and how his legacy is helping people not only focus on their health, but also teaching powerful lessons to entrepreneurs to create wellness checks for their business. For more information about Jennifer, please visit jenniferlcarroll.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon or in the store under previous guests' products at jamesmillerlifeology.com. I have some exciting news. Did you know that I'm on the radio three times a week? You may hear me on the same station on Tuesdays at 1.30 p.m., Fridays at 9.30 a.m., and Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. You may also hear me anytime on iHeartRadio as well as on all the other major podcasting platforms, including iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many others. Simply search for the show name, James Miller Lifeology. Are you struggling today to find your purpose? Has mediocrity set in and you can't imagine doing the same thing for the rest of your life? Are your relationships struggling or you aren't sure how to make long lasting changes in your life? Then today, contact me, James Miller. I will help you recognize the areas in your life that are going really well. And then we'll look at the areas in which you are struggling. We will create actionable solutions to help you create long lasting changes in your life. You don't have to do this alone. Go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out the form and it will be sent directly to me. Don't let another day go by without finding your way. Your change can start today. Once again, go to my website, jamesmillerlifeology.com and click on the page, work with James. Fill out that form to get started today. The importance of self-care. We've all flown on a plane and heard the flight attendant say, be sure to put your mask on before you put anybody else's mask on. And that's actually a really poignant statement because when you think about it, if you help yourself first, or if you put your mask on first, you're going to have the oxygen you need to be able to help someone who's struggling. The concept is just as relevant in real life. If we continually do everything for everybody else first and don't take self-care for ourselves, we're not going to be able to sustain that at all. Think of a glass of water. You are that glass and everything inside of it is you. If you're continually pouring that glass of water onto the different situations of your life, there's literally nothing left for you. And that's why many people feel burnt out or feel just incredibly exhausted. Self-care itself is essentially that water or that liquid that's continually being refilled into that cup. In other words, you, and then all the overflow is what you give out to other people. I was actually a guest on a show and I was talking about how I create self-care for myself and the different things I do, which incorporate my spirit, mind, and body. And I gave some examples of this and a caller called in and they're like, James, I don't have the schedule that you have. I have three kids who are always around me. I'm trying to work a full-time job and I just don't have any time for self-care. I loved that question because it really bespeaks to the majority of people who do have schedules that are incredibly busy. So let's look at some different forms of self-care. Self-care doesn't necessarily mean you go on a vacation somewhere and you feel rejuvenated and refreshed. Yeah, that can be a part of it, but let's rewind to something that's very simple. 
A simple form of self-care is essentially taking five deep breaths. And in doing that, it helps reset yourself. For example, the whole point of breathing obviously is create all this new oxygen with these incredibly deep breaths and forcefully exhaling it removes all the carbon dioxide, removes some of the nitrogen that's in your lungs and helps you literally reset your body. That's a very simple one. Another form of self-care is essentially just meditating. Sometimes people think they have to meditate in a yoga studio or go to a class for it. But did you realize that meditating is just simply focusing or thinking about something over and over and over again? So if you have anxiety and worry, well, you're literally meditating on whatever's causing you to feel anxious or worried. Same type of thing when you're in a meeting or when you're with your children, when you're thinking about all these things, that's really a form of meditation. So why not do what you do every single day and take five minutes to meditate? Meditate can be simply planning a vacation in your mind. And in that vacation in your mind, what are you going to pack? Thinking about those things, packing your suitcase, seeing your going to the airport, seeing yourself getting to the location. What are you doing on that vacation? It's really more of a form of you creating an internal vacation for yourself just with a few minutes that you have. And of course, some of the bigger ones are physical movement. Physical movement, as we know, most people go to the gym, but it doesn't mean that's what you really have to do. Physical movement can be doing 100 jumping jacks in your office when nobody is around or doing some sit-ups. The point of physical movement is it actually burns off any of the anxiety that's already in your body. Or in other words, if you are able to do this before you feel anxious or before you feel worried, it's just like your metabolism. It already burns off the excess energy that your anxious thoughts create. So therefore you don't feel the anxiety to the full depth that you typically would have should you not have done some form of exercise. And of course, the biggest one is your spirituality. If you have a higher power, what is that higher power? How do you communicate with that higher power? It's really focusing more on having a conversation with that higher power, making that higher power more relatable, more connected to you. And one of the ways to do that is through prayer. Essentially, prayer is just having a conversation with someone because when you pray aloud, what it actually does, and this is really cool, is our five senses are used to actually help us understand if there's any danger around us, the proximity of things. So when you say something aloud or you pray to your higher power, what it does is actually calms down your internal mind, your internal voices, your internal thoughts rather, and slows them down because as you say something aloud, all your energy goes to your ear to hear what you're actually saying. And whatever you're actually saying, to your higher power literally takes that energy from your internal thoughts and decreases it significantly, which gives you rest, which gives you a respite and allows you to not feel so anxious, not so overwhelmed, not to feel so bombarded with all the daily life struggles. So remember, put your mask on first before you help anybody else. A quick example of one of the courses you'll find in the academy entitled Spirit, Mind, Body, The Perfect Triad. This non-religious course helps you understand how your intuition, or rather your gut, your logic, and your body all work together to help you overcome any obstacle you may face. Enroll in the class today. My guest today is Jennifer Carroll, a former TV news reporter, turned wife, mother, desperate housewife, author, speaker, caregiver, widow, and now a powerful thought leader. You will hear how she channeled her grief into a passionate message of resilience and lessons learned through loss. Her motto is to engage people with laughter, move them to tears, and inspire action that will better their years. She will also be reviewing her latest book, Beyond Invincible, Live Large, Live Long, and Leave a Profound Legacy. Welcome to my show, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you, James. Yes, I'm really looking forward to this interview. You've done so many amazing things. There's actually a lot of similarities that you and I have. So it's really going to be a really fun time getting to know you. 
Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to it as well. <laughs> well, good. Now, one of the things, you know, I, some of the people know about my own father passing away. So my father passed away when he was 54 years old. And as you're now a widow, you're so many more things than that. But how was it for you beyond the obvious? So here you are, have this really dynamic, amazing man, very powerful in everything he did, very, very successful. And all of a sudden, tragedy struck for you. I mean, I can't even imagine what that was like for you. Well, Phil was diagnosed at 47 with prostate cancer, and he did go through a a phase. It was a five-year journey. Mm -hmm. Initially, it was shocking because this man was the oldest living teenager in the world. He (laughs) ate organic. He, you know, he didn't quite look like you, but he was pretty buff, and he worked (laughs) out, and he was fit, and he ran marathons and didn't smoke and And all of a sudden, he was just hit by this news. It was just shocking. So it changed our lives dramatically. I mean, he was never going to, you know, you survive prostate cancer, Mm -hmm. right? 97% of men survive this disease. So it was never an issue. Like we were never going to die of this disease. But he was diagnosed uh, stage four. And even though that didn't sound very promising, it still, he was just that guy that had such a positive attitude that he would never give up. He was going to have that audacious miracle and he was going to survive. We went through some you know, tough years, mm-hmm. but for the most part, we all, all always kept living. Yeah. You know, it's part of his philosophies of life. He, we were living through this journey of where he ultimately did die. Sadly. Well, for me, Oh man. Um, well, first off, I want to stop you. Yeah. I, I want to thank you so much. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry that I jumped right into this because I really want to, <laughs> first of all, I want to honor your grief. And I know everybody who's experienced loss themselves from whatever level it is, I was really here with you and feeling it in their own self. They're feeling it themselves as well. So thank you, first off, for coming on my show, sharing your story, talking about this amazing legacy that, that he left, um, especially when you see in the pictures of him. You're right. I mean, what a, what a quote, man's man. I mean, just everything from him, you know, if you see him surfing, doing all these other things. Right. I mean, what a really amazing man. So once again, thank you. I really want to honor this moment as you tell the story about him. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving me this platform to do it and to, and to share it with your, Mm -hmm. your listeners. You know, none of us are insulated from challenge and I've learned in life that it's not, you know, it's not who we are. Isn't how we maneuver through the easy streets. It's how we meander up the rocky, tough roads Mm. of life that help us, you know, develop who we are. And it's when we get hit by that proverbial bus that it shakes us to the core. And we are have to, we've had to be pushed through and it makes us fight and it makes us own our victories and Mm -hmm. become our true selves. And so, you know, what happens to us happens for us. Yes. And I've really, you know, I look back and I'm so sad. It's so not, I'm mad. Yeah. I've, I've channeled this anger into a passion, a passion project where I've shared our stories as a storyteller. I, you know, I, I'm a storyteller. I just have a whole bunch of stories. Some are fun, some are certainly not. And I'm just trying to share them with the world so that people can gleam insight mm-hmm. into their own lives and their own journey of self-discovery and their own journey of health discovery yeah. and ideally valuing health number one. That is my intention with this book. I don't want to launch a book. I want to launch a movement. I want to launch a movement and a community where people are spreading that proactive health, health number one, Mm -hmm. get checked message. And yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a challenge. (laughs) Well, you know, there's Uh, so many levels there, you know, there's obviously as, as, 
as your as a love of your life, your best friend, having that loss, and then moving towards the transition of okay, now there's this book that I want to really create this movement. I, you don't want other people to go through the same experience the same thing you did when it is quote preventable. You know, like you said, so many people are this. This can be preventable for the most most part if it is checked beforehand. So, you know, to really create that awareness in people is one of the most important things. You know, prevention, prevention, prevention leads to long life, longevity, and that's something that I think your book and your, the movement that you really want to create is going to help people be able to do that. You know, one of the things you really talk about is creating a legacy. Let's transition into that itself. So the legacy that you're creating through this movement, tell us more about that. The legacy, this legacy, this beyond invincible legacy. (laughs) So we're not talking about Phil's legacy. We're talking about this movement. I mean, I ask you and, and our listeners, like, how do we live our lives today? to leave our legacy for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we, how do we just make decisions every day, ideally based on our values. And we take the the ups and downs of life mm-hmm. and this journey and these tough times and we, we learn from it and then share it with the world. Yes. How do we do that? So that if we are, when we are, I mean, we're, we're all born, we're all going to die. When mm-hmm. we're, when our time is up, how is our, do we have a legacy? Are we mm-hmm. beyond invincible? Yeah. That's how I'm looking at my life. I called the book Beyond Invincible mm-hmm. for a very profound reason. A, Phil thought he was invincible. He was mm-hmm. that alpha personality mm-hmm. that took care of everything. He was an entrepreneur. He handled the business. He handled the staff. He handled the, He fixed everything. He certainly <laughs> knew his own body. He didn't need a doctor to tell sure. him. Um, <laughs> He and but and that's what made him so amazing. And that's why he lived such a large life. He had such passion and love and and was all about living to give and living. He he understood the value that it's not what we do, but who we do it with that makes all the difference. And yeah. he really had these amazing philosophies of life. But this vision, this this in, invincible nature was also his demise yeah. because he almost, it was like, get over yourself, Phil, because you can't fix everything. And and just the way you bring in information mm. for all your business deals, you need to bring in that information on your health. You got to put health number one, because you know what? You can't scale up your business if yeah. you're six feet under. No, I really like that. You know, the, the whole aspect of, yeah, there's there's only so much we can do in our own strength. You know, as, as I'm hearing this myself, um, I recently went through this time and I was actually really sick myself and didn't know how sick I was, um, physically ill. And I literally did everything I could to make myself better. I was going through this cognitive fog, which I basically, I was, my thoughts were just all out of sorts. Uh, this hypersomnia where I was sleeping all the time. And I'm like, this is not me. And so for me, I finally, <laughs> for one, went to the doctor and was like, oh, James, this is what's wrong. Fixable. Very, mm-hmm. For me, it was very preventable. But the, the, le- the lesson I really learned for myself was, so I have a really strong faith in God. And I remember mm-hmm. at, at night I was just laying in bed. I'm like, I can't do this. And, you know, for me, it just, it stripped away every persona I have. I learned so many lessons about myself of James, what you can do. And then there are things that you just can't do. Mm-hmm. And I found for me, one of the biggest lessons was I learned, but sometimes I relied too much on my own quote intellect or my own quote success. And so in doing that, I found that I need to ask for help. I need to ask questions. I need to do more and not be too self-reliant. It's important to be self-reliant in a healthy way, but when we don't realize that we've gone on the other side of that, that's where you know potential pitfalls may happen because we have so many blind spots that we just don't see. And of course, I didn't get a chance to meet your amazing husband, but I'm, as the list, as the um, the host here, listening and reflecting in my own life, I can definitely see how. As someone who's that, quote, type A person, I can see how it would be, quote, I keep saying the word, quote, how it would be easier to 
fall into that path without even realizing it because we are able to do things left and right and do this and do that and do that. But at the end of the day, there's only really so much we can do. And, you know, she, we are all, I'm also very spiritual. He was as well. And, but I also feel that Phil, you know, he really, he never had a doctor. He didn't even have a doctor until he was mm-hmm. diagnosed states for prostate cancer and was very stubborn about that. And it's just this fact about getting information. Yeah, we take yes. the information. I mean, there's a lot out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying go to one doctor and he tells you, you've got to go in and have your prostate removed. You don't go get a second opinion because there's a, lots of different options. Yeah. There's a ton of holistic measures you can take. There's more evasive, there's more extreme, but he, and then even when he was a patient and now he's got doctors and can't ask enough questions, let me, he turned complete 360. He became the expert. <laughs> oh no, he, yeah, oh no, he's still, he was always the expert. But no, <laughs> this legacy, this, you know, I sure. wanted to honor Phil's mm-hmm. life because he was a remarkable man and I wanted to honor him. And I wrote this book to make sense of my grief, mm-hmm. to process the grief. I did a little video when he was that last year of his life. I with my background in television news and broadcasting, I did this blog called following Phil Mm. that I is still on YouTube. And I did these sequence of little videos that were the lessons that we were learning living while he was now dying. And that became the, my speaking that became what I spoke about. And I actually Mm -hmm. used the videos of Phil slowly going from this 47 year old dynamic, long haired, blonde fireball, oldest living teenager to a 90 year old dying man that weighed less than I did with a tube up his nose. hooked. I saw that. Yeah. And he was in fact a 50 year old entrepreneur. And I, you know, I just, I just, I, I want the, you know, the listeners to just recognize, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you that have that invincible nature, two things. One is that treat your health like you treat the mm. other parts, like you treat the love mm. relationships, love, like you treat your children, all these things you want to take care of and honor and love. You have to have health. You have to have health. Number one, you have to love yourself and take care of yourself. Number one, because my daughter will never have her dad walk her down the mm. aisle. My son is a professional hockey player. Never his dad who lived for him. Trust me, when that kid came out screaming, I said, is it a boy? And he said, it's a hockey player. Like he was, and that's what he became. Yeah. And, and then the other reason is just to get the listeners to think about their lives right now. And if they were hit by the proverbial bus mm-hmm. right now and their significant other was sharing with the world, their philosophies or their James Ossophies yeah. or their Carol Ossophies <laughs> or their Vic Ossophies or what would they be? Yeah. And if their significant other was standing in a room full of their peers showing a video of their life, like what images would play in that video? And what would they be talking about in a, you know, in a book or in a video? And I just think that is your, that is your legacy. And I, and I think it's very profound to think about that right now and think, what am I doing today in my life with my choices to leave my legacy and be, be beyond invincible. And the book came, the title came because I realized as time goes on, Phil's six years, almost six years. And the guy is just 
alive still. He is beyond invincible. He thought he was invincible, but it was beyond. Because every day I swear there's moments that I think, what would Phil do? Or I think of a philosophy or I think about, you know, like you, I'm listening to your life philosophies and I'm absorbing them. And and James Miller's now impacting my life and getting <laughs> in you. my friggin' head as a little <laughs> guy on my shoulder saying, stop. And what is the latest thing? I'm going to do that. The, the check into my two in, skills, yeah. my mind and my body and give it a scale. And how can I change it? Well, I learned that through mm-hmm. you. I've learned so many incredible things through Phil. And his son says that he doesn't step on the ice. He had a game last night. I don't step on the ice for that 45 seconds without thinking about, okay, mm-hmm. dad. And he's got this <laughs> list to yeah. visualize. Or he's got his <laughs> dad good. screaming in his head. Yeah. So it's a way of being beyond invincible mm-hmm. is to just um, – Live your life today to leave that legacy. And it's really a value-based living system, which I talk about in my book about Mm -hmm. basing your life decisions on values. And guess what? Number one. Health. <laughs> health, exactly. That's the key health. <laughs> well, I want to ask you, so the book itself, are there anecdotes? Is it an actual, like, um, a, like a memoir? Is it a narrative? Is it a workbook? What would be the specific way that you would categorize your book? Kind of all those things. So first of all, it's the first half is, mm-hmm. think of it as the movie of the Carol's life. It's okay. how my late husband made his first million mm-hmm. at the age of 25. That's amazing. It's this crazy houseboating business. How he met the love of his life in the shower with two other models on a photo shoot. And you have to read my book to get the details. It's not quite as steamy as it sounds. Provocative, yeah. On. But, um, <laughs> so funny. How he, yep. And then how we traveled the world together. And I quit my job because this crazy guy asked me to travel for two months around the world and how we came back engaged and pregnant, not necessarily in that order. And another chapter, it's a little edgy and so the first part plays out and it's sort of you can just it's like play it almost i'd like it to say it's sort of plays like a fiction it's a story sure, it's a yeah. love story it's a success story and not yeah. really in business but in life and then mm-hmm. and then this and, and the second half is when the story be become becomes the reader yeah. Oh, it's okay. Their story. Oh, they're okay. hearing. They're hearing my are the lessons that we learned living while dying. But meanwhile, I want them to think about their own lives. Oh, I like that. And you know, just little little things. Like I, you know, one example is there's a chap. I forget the title of the chapter, but at one point, I I just share stories. I'm walking down this long hallway to Phil's room, and he's very sick. And we've got like a little hospital room set up in his in his bedroom, and and I'm walking down, and on this hallway, there's this big long mirror. And I had to get his eggs and I could never get his eggs. Right. It was just a nightmare. I'm not a cook. Oh my gosh. I had a timer. I had two timers. It was always two or three efforts. And so stressful. Oh my God. And the poor guy couldn't food down. So he only had a few things he liked. So I'm walking down this hallway and I look, I had the tray and I look in the mirror and I'm telling you the image looking back was not me. It was this old, sad, you know, like Oh my God. It was just like, who is this person? And I decided as I stared and tears filled my eyes that I cannot go in and present myself that way to this man who is truly yeah. dying. Cause you know what? I'm not dying and I'm going to survive this no matter what. And That's powerful. I have to be, I have to be his sunshine. I have to be the light of his life. And oh my gosh, I, I, I knew I probably screwed up the eggs. So I went back, started <laughs> eggs, went in, cleaned up my face, Put on a low cut top. I love it. You know, he's always into, you know, groping me. And I decided, that, and I put a little sticky on the mirror mm. and it said, smile. 
Mm. And then I got to the other end and I looked at myself and I, I went back and I wrote smile. I put it on both ends of this long nice. hallway. And I thought, I, that is, if I can be anything to this man who I love, I can be his ray of sunshine. Yes. And I came around the corner and I don't know if he just, but he just said to me, oh my gosh, look at you. You're so beautiful. Mm. You're just radiant. Wow. And I had to work on my smile. And sometimes I'd walk down that hall and I had to stand there until I could get myself presentable. Yes. And it might've been a bit of a facade, but it was the greatest gift that I could give him. And so I share this story. And you know, what I want the audience to hear is, where do I have places that I can put a sticky note? Mm. Is it when I walk in the door, Stop and ask your kids how their day went before you dive into what you need to do. Stop and hug your wife. Do I need to put on a smile? Yeah, like, and it's like you different. and your, your check, your two skill check. It's kind of like after you do that, mm -hmm. where can I put a sticky note to a smiley sticky note? So there are these philosophies of life and these life lessons that we learned on this journey and not only living large, but living while Phil was dying that I hope really resonate with the listeners so that they can find places in their life where they yes. should put a smiley sticky note, you know? Well, I, first off, I'm so honored. I mean, I'm sure my listeners are teary eyed like I am as well. Hearing <laughs> you tell that story. Once again, thank you for, for sharing that with us. It's just a beautiful, uh, beautiful testament, not only to your love, but something that we can really take away as well, that it's not that hard to resonate peace. It's not that hard to, like you said, leave that legacy. It, you know, legacy doesn't mean that you leave millions of dollars for someone. A legacy can be just when you walk out of a room, what did you leave there? How did you change that environment? And so that, that's something that I think we all can do regardless of anyone's background, socioeconomic status, education, anything at all. It's just simply, how did you leave it? Did you improve it? Did you did they when you let when you left were they able to say wow what an amazing time I feel so much more encouraged I feel so blessed and I know for me with this conversation with you I feel very blessed that you're on my show. Aww, I feel thank you. So uh, as we wrap up, yeah. unfortunately our time is up. But if my listeners would like to find out more information about you, all the amazing things you're doing, I know there's a, a promotion that we're going to be talking about. Uh, before I ask the next part of it, I know uh, for my listeners this show is evergreen, which means that the show will roll mm -hmm. out multiple times. And so when you hear this particular time, we're going to put the dates on when this um, promotional opportunity is available and if and if it's beyond that time you'll definitely have to go to jennifer's website to see where you can also help support this as well so jennifer where will people find more information about you and to purchase this book beyond invincible live large live long and leave a profound legacy yes so it's jennifer l carroll and it's c-a-r-r-o-l-l.com is my website um and also you can get my book on Amazon and, and Barnes and Noble and in Canada at Indigo. And there's a whole bunch of a whole gamut of different websites. You can get it. There's a, I'm doing this promotion right now, which is a pay it forward. It's a Thanksgiving giving thanks where you can go onto my website, go to the far right corner. It says pay it forward. And you can buy a book through CEO read. Dot okay. com, and it's 800 CEO read. And if you buy within a time frame of right now, it's October, November, you of can 2018. get uh -huh. of 2018. You can get this book 40% off if you buy bulk of 25 and older or Perfect. more. And the reason is I want people to get this book and not just launch the book, but I want to launch a movement. I want mm -hmm. to launch um, people that are out there passing on this word and saying thanks to the people in their lives. Thanks for being a part of my life, adding value to my life. Thanks for, for being a part of my, my business, my company and stay alive because I want you around. I need <laughs> yes. you and, and read this book and, and put health number one and value health number one. So it's this movement of just promoting pro proactive health and valuing health number one. 
Excellent. So as my listeners know, I also put your book, once again, the name of the book is Beyond Invincible, Live Large, Live Long, and Leave a Profound Legacy. That will also be in the store under the previous guest's products under, in jamesmillerlifeology.com. So if you're not able to find it on Amazon or any other place, just simply go to my store once again at jamesmillerlifeology.com. Jennifer, once again, thank you so much for being an amazing guest on my show today. I really appreciate your time. Aw, thank you, James. It was delightful. I also want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you joined with us today, or please go to my website where you may sign up for my free newsletter, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, or you may enroll in the Lifeology Academy where you can take self-directed courses which will help you simplify and transform your spirit, mind, and body. If you'd like to personally work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, simply visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support and I'll talk to you soon.